for our businesses or our brands, we have to convince ourselves that this is a very, very important narrative that needs to be created. And we don't know why other people aren't talking about this. Mm. When I was selling my t-shirt brand, my objective was to convince people that if they wear this brand, their life can change. But if I believe that this product will create life change, when I'm talking and making the sale, I would just explain to them that one, the brand is built for entrepreneurs or people that are willing to lose sleep to get what they want out of life. The second part is you need a constant reminder on your wrist. You don't know if this reminder will be the thing that will push you to push even harder. There was that little bit of extra that you did that creates all the difference in your life. So you might be at home and you'll be working and you get tired and you stop, but you look down at your wristband and that wristband might cause you to work for an extra hour. What if that happens every single day? You'll have put in an extra 365 hours into your business. What would that create in your life? And I need an answer. You want to? Okay. So if you're just now tuning in, we're talking about the school to serve fried chicken and waffles and, uh, and watermelon to kick off black history month, which I would appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying like, I, I, I like the food. Delicious meal I'd have walked you. up like, dang, that's what's up. <laughs> I'd have like, Oh, that's what's up. But I didn't think about it. So what we're talking about now is narratives, narratives being created is what pushes any message mm -hmm. whether it's true or not mm -hmm. so i'm all i'm always of the thought of anything i see is not 100 percent true that is also accurate yes but um when you hear directly out of the horse's mouth so to speak yeah um especially in a moment where they're taking accountability you have to believe that for what it is or right? it's the right thing to do at the time accountability okay people who uh who people who get like canceled mm -hmm. right they say something and it's what they believe and then they come on and they say oh well i didn't mean it like that i meant it this way mm -hmm. and they apologize when really they meant it exactly how y'all took it mm -hmm. so the apology isn't real it's what we think we should say to appease the people who think we need to apologize. Yeah, but that's very, very different than serving chicken and waffles. So if you, influencer, say, you know, all black people are such and such and you offend a group of people, mm -hmm. you meant what you said. Mm -hmm. But because your your lifestyle is attached to you taking accountability, you're going to retract and say, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Yeah, you did. There's only one way to mean that. 100%. Right? You're right. But we're talking about a school deciding to serve chicken, fried chicken, which mm -hmm. fried chicken, again, is not typically on a restaurant menu for right. a public school. Fried chicken, waffles, and watermelon. If it had in, if it had been any other day and this were just a treat, maybe, mm -hmm. right? But the school yeah, district, sure treat. yeah, the school district acknowledged in their apology, we apologize, this was inexcusable mm -hmm. that we kicked off the celebration of Black History Month in this way. It was inexcusable and insensitive. They said that. So at that time, um, we are, it's, it's no longer inferred that they made that decision for Black History mm -hmm. Month, right? Now, the part that we can debate is whether the apology is genuine or not, right? Maybe the person who made the apology did, but the person who made that decision to do it they were playing the in person, our face. The person who made the decision to do it, were they black or white? I don't know. 
I have no idea. We'd have to look up the story. So we look at the school district apologized. I'm about to look now. But who was the person who made the decision? Of course, the school district. Had, it, it could have been one of them old black mothers in the kitchen that know what they're doing and say, yo, I'm going to take care of my black kids today. We're going to serve chicken, waffles, and watermelon. I'm going to do that. That, whoever the head kitchen staff is, they make the decision to do it. A narrative is created that the school district <laughs> decided to serve this to celebrate Black History Month, which in our community, we're looking at the they as some white man in an office that's over the school that wants to be inclusive of black people and he feels like this is the best way to do it. So when it blows up, of course, the school district has to come on and say, we were insensitive when really. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. 
Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It was auntie. Now, so You understand what I'm it saying? It wasn't auntie. How do we it know? It was auntie. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't auntie. It was auntie. Who was it? Uh, it wasn't black. It wasn't black people who made this decision. But, but And apparently... Right. Um, so the staff was let go who was who was um who served this meal and um the school foods vendor Aramark provided a different meal than what had been scheduled. Mm. So this was this the students were supposed to be served cheesesteaks, broccoli, and fruit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Hold on, no. Hold on. So the white man in the suit, the company, right, <laughs> decided this is what these children are going to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But they let go of the staff? Yeah, so the people who were responsible for serving the food, let's say that, were let go. But also, Aramark changed the food. I don't know. It doesn't state here if they were requested or not. But Aramark specifically has been tied to doing this, playing this over and over and over again. They've been in trouble for this before. They understand fully that this is insensitive. They did the very same thing. Aramark has since apologized for the meal. Um, The situation at that middle school was our mistake and never should have happened. This latest meal is not the first time Aramark has come under fire for meal with racist undertones. Okay, (laughs) In 2018, they received widespread backlash for serving a New York University Students, a meal that included watermelon-flavored water as part of a meal honoring Black History Month. Mm. All right? They did the same (laughs) thing in 2011 at the University of California on Martin Luther King Day. They served those people fried chicken and waffles with watermelon on the side. They do this specifically when it's separate. First of all, Aramark, we got a problem. (laughs) All right? We got a problem. with all these these watermelon variations. Was the watermelon at least seated? Were we feeding them real food? No. No, here's the question. So Aramark provides the food, correct? They provide the food. And it's based on, so typically what happens is there's usually, again, public schools have an approved food nutrition Mm. list, right? And you can only serve in these guidelines. And it's even down to the snacks. I just remember being, as a mom, you had to use the approved list. You could only bring that stuff or no. For sure. And so typically there's a food coordinator on staff who says, this is what we're ordering the students at this time. And then Airmark delivers the food. I don't know if they deliver it daily, weekly, but they mm-hmm. deliver it. They had a, they had a different scheduled meal mm-hmm. that day. Airmark, oops, brought something else. You trying it. Something sounds weird to me though. Something sounds fishy. But here's the thing. If, if that was the case, the the cook in the kitchen is making $8 an hour. Who are they? To, like, they just do a job. Well, they're serving a job. Why would they fire the, the staff? We don't know. They said they fired the people responsible for serving the meal. So they may have ended their relationship with Airmark. I don't know who that is. I don't know if it's staff, the cook or whatever. Um, and it would be really wrong if 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 they were impacted. But it sounds like they had an order, cheesesteaks and broccoli, and they got fried chicken. Maybe, waffles maybe and auntie, watermelon 
It was aunt, it was Annie. Maybe auntie. It wasn't auntie. Changed the order. It was. If the people responsible the the people responsible for serving the food got let go, that sounds internal into the school. It does. Somebody could have changed the order. Exactly. So if if I'm working there and they said and the 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 truck comes and they say, "Oh, this is what y'all got for lunch." What am I supposed to say? I'm not serving that. That's their job. Their right. their job is just to distribute it. But right? the, the the thing is, this this wasn't. Airmark has a history, apparently, of doing this. I, I agree. And here's the thing. In this scenario, it pro- it could be a racist undertone and somebody is trying to be racist or trying to be funny. I get it. My point is the only reason we care is because someone created a narrative mm-hmm. around it. That's the only reason we're having this conversation. There's probably racist things going on all the time. That we have nothing, we have, we know nothing about, but when someone creates a narrative and they can get other people behind this narrative, it becomes way bigger than we even care about, that we would normally care about. Well, sure. the issue of watermelon goes back to slavery. Yeah, 100%. When slaves started to become free, watermelon was the easiest fruit, one of the easiest fruit that they had access to, and they sold it mm-hmm. for money. White people used watermelon against black people as a joke. They threw watermelon. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. a thing. Yes. You do not serve for black history month watermelon, even though it's delicious. So do you not serve like it, it at all? No, it's not that you don't serve it, but there's a very, very, very condescending and outwardly racial undertone specifically with serving it with fried chicken. Hey y'all, I ain't gonna lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on a couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Ufi lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling required. It's keyless entry so it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging. It's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app enhanced night vision it's absolutely incredible no monthly fee either so unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee you have you have uh recordings locally and you don't have to pay for the storage customer support is on 10 listen ufi is on standby for you 24 7 so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18 month warranty all backed by our professional customer service team listen you can contact them anytime telephone email or live chat okay listen you need this ufi lock you need to look it up all you have to do is go to the official website ufi eufy.com i just ordered mine okay i love this product it is incredible it's a game changer it makes life so much easier right so if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock it's 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 time to replace it it's time to replace it so listen search eufy eufy video lock search eufy video lock that's eu 
FY video lock or visit ufiofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door, incredible. Okay? So search Ufy, E U F Y video lock or visit ufiofficial.com forward slash video lock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And waffles. The thing Walmart did with that ice cream clearly was a thing. That cl- I I get that a hundred percent because that's like direct, and it was like what black fists on there, like oh y'all like <laughs> y'all love these flavors. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and let me ask this: butter pecan, <laughs> butter pecan, and raspberry. <laughs> butter right, pecan with strange. cinnamon and chocolate swirls. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Walmart? Yeah, they was bucking on that one. But the the lesson for my entrepreneur Afros friends. and crap on the ice cream box. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing? Y'all be playing in our face so bad. Like, <laughs> I just thought about something that would be cool, though, if it was like watermelon ice cream with like little chocolate seeds in there. No, <laughs> a little chocolate chips in it. Little chicken skin in it for the saltiness. Not chicken skin. This is a family right. uh, podcast, you guys. By the way, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Yeah, we like 15 minutes in. We're a whole hour in, you guys, but we're happy that you are here with us. We Absolutely. actually have some dope stuff to talk about today. Yeah, we do. Um, Can we stay talking about this narrative thing? Because I think it's important if we kind of talk about how we can create that. Yeah, I want to transition it, though, to um, the narrative created around that you've created. It's so easy to hear a message or be engaged in a thing and in your mind, the way you process it, process it allows you to create the narrative of what you think is actually happening. And when you hear that, when you hear it over and over and over, you feel justified in your opinion, right? So we were talking before the show started to air uh, or tape and um, we're talking about And so as we're talking through this conversation, David is talking about how sore he is and he can feel his muscles working. They're activated and and all this stuff. Right. But I'm sore. You you are sore. You can feel your muscles. I don't feel activated at all. They don't they feel like they don't work. That's not what you were just saying. I didn't say they were active. You said, said, can you feel it? I was like, I feel sore. What does that mean? I don't, it just hurts. Do I don't you, know, it doesn't feel good. Okay. David has created this narrative in his head that stepping a foot into the gym, mm-hmm. capturing content of the equipment in the gym, he literally goes with his I'm phone sure. and he says, oh, this equipment looks interesting. Let's, no, nah, that's complicated. Let's go over here to this equipment. Oh yeah, that looks interesting. <laughs> that's exactly how it works. But him stepping foot in this gym doing one push-up on camera, a couple of leg presses, and he lifted like 10 pounds of weight. He's created the narrative that he is becoming physically fit. I'm going crazy. 
Arms shaking like a mug. Let me show you. Going crazy. Look, Donnie. Look. Oh. Let Come me see on, let's go up. crazy. No, let me see it's, the push-up. It's, 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 getting, it's getting crazy. That's 25 pounds. Hold on, give it a second. Uh, Your daughter weighs okay, more I, than that. All right, so that part. <laughs> Wait, that part. let me see the push-up. Yeah, I, yeah. Did y'all notice that that, that, that that bar, though, fell on his chest? Muscle fell, but that was, it was my thousandth rep. That's what you... <laughs> he said his muscles have started to go into muscle failure. Yeah. Two weeks into the that's, gym. That's what you push and, it to the max. And what I'm afraid of is you really think that you are doing the dang on thing. You know what's crazy? I am not, I'm not, I'm going to the gym, honestly, for the content that I can create. Never mind the health. Forget it. The fitness. Nope. Don't want to be fine. Mm -mm. No, mm -hmm. I want to. You want to. But nice. you're just not willing to work hard enough. Well, I think I'm, I've, I've been going, and I've actually been doing some stuff, right? Do you feel finer? But a little bit. You do. I was in I was in the mirror today. I'm like, hey, I don't know how long it takes for it to work, but I think yeah, I don't in my know scenario, in my work. case, it's been working a little bit. Being serious, being serious. For one, yes, I I stepped into the gym like my first time doing this. I got on the treadmill. No, no, no. I, I didn't even get on the treadmill this time. I walked around and I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm gonna do something. I might have did some curls or something and some push-ups, and I dipped. I left. And I put it on social media. Yeah, I was there for a good four minutes. <laughs> this is in a safe space. <laughs> so, so, um, but I, I, my objective is to get there, right? So if I get there, I'll do more than I would have if I didn't go at all. And it turned. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? 
Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal into more of a routine because i get to create content kind of funny stuff about how i'm just not that efficient in the gym Mm -hmm. and i'm i've somehow paired my love for content creation with going to the gym, no matter how much it is, I'm always just going to be funny with it. I'm not going to be like super serious, mm-hmm. but in, in a, on a serious note, I am afraid of getting results though, mm. because I am the person that if I see some results, I'll coast and I'll feel like the work, I don't have to work as hard. And I, I do that in on all my businesses. Like the, the fact that like the things that I'm doing now, I could probably be doing more. I just don't care enough because I have a certain system and level of like, I, I see some results and some people results inspire them to keep going. But for me, if I see results and I've done this over and over and over in my life, anybody else, you've been to the gym, you lose some weight, you look fine. And then you stop doing the thing that got you the results. All the time. That's my fear. Yeah. I don't know if that's my fear, but that's also an issue for me. Like you'll, you'll start doing things, picking up traction. You get all those things that you prayed for, you asked for, you worked hard for all of the goals are met. The affirmations have been affirmed. And we're back at square one. Right back. (laughs) And we say stuff like, Oh, we've been working hard. We've been good. Of course I can get dessert. And because it's because like you, you've done something good. And I'm, I'm saying, I guess we should reward ourselves but we start going backwards when we see it actually working. Yeah. Which is a challenge. And and I think that's a parable for everything for everything in life, really. But but you're more valuable when you at least produce the result, right? So even this love of content, creating content that you have and you figured out a way to pair it and make it funny, mm-hmm. you can do that also being fine and funny. You know what I mean? I like get fine too fast. You don't want to get fined too fast? Because what you don't know is I'm inspiring thousands of people around the world who actually hate going to the gym. And they are they know now that they can go in there, jump on the treadmill, and get five zero. strong minutes, and go home. And get zero results. That's not zero. That's 
the result is that they showed up. Yes. Right. But the bigger issue is that most of us, all of us for our health should have a consistent workout routine. Who are you to say that? A person who has a consistent workout routine. Of course. But the fact that I went for them four minutes and I went in seven minutes and the only reason I keep going is, and I, 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 I do not want a trainer because a tra- trainer is going to keep me there longer than I want to be there. I feel the freedom going into the gym, knowing I can go in, do what I want until it starts hurting, then I'm out. So what if somebody- Which comes- is better than not going. Because if, if there was somebody that I know I'm going to have to like actually take it to the max, I'm not going at all. So what if somebody came to you for podcast coaching with that same attitude? Yo, mm-hmm. like I understand that your sessions, you know, to work with you is usually an hour at a time, maybe two hours. I'm really nervous about this. I'm scared of getting the result. I got 10 minutes. What you got? Did they pay me already? (laughs) They're paying you as they go. But the payoff is a direct reflection of their result. That I'm not working with them. Hmm. That is, that's probably not the thing that they need to do for a result. They might want to do it for fun. So is this admittedly just for fun? Yeah. You can't watch movies. What you mean? Something else for fun that doesn't require you to go home, go go to the gym, How change clothes. How are you determining clothes. what makes me happy or makes well, me have fun? I don't fun. think it necessarily makes you happy. What I think deep How down. How are you going to tell me what makes me happy? I kind of know you, Shans. And I feel like, I feel like you just don't want to do the work. You secretly. Yeah, you're right. You, this is not a makes me happy thing. You're having mm-hmm. fun with it right now. But as soon as people stop showing up to play this game with you, you're going to stop having fun. They'll right? never stop showing up to play this game with me. Why? Because I posted on social media and you guys are going to play this game with me. <laughs> and all of the reactions and the replies, I get mad DMs and it's fun. It is For, fun. But is it valuable? Yes. How? Because if I wasn't going, I'd rather go for 10 minutes than not go at all. I'm telling you, if I, if I had a trainer that was going to meet me there and I had to be there for 45 minutes to an hour, I wouldn't go. What if you had a trainer that'll meet you there for 30 minutes? I wouldn't go because I know when I'm, when I'm done, I'm done. Drop I'm, the weight. Yeah. You Walking don't try out. to keep me here longer because you try to get me a result. I don't want the results. I just want to go. You do want the chance what you're saying. Not, no, you're right. Not that I don't want the result. What you're but saying. I'm not, that's not my number one focus is the result. Which- These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high quality clothing and activewear like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. What you're saying is foolishness. Think so? And there is some fear or insecurity maybe that you have associated with it. Perhaps you've just given up on not having a dad bod, right? And it just doesn't matter that much to you. You might be right. I, yeah, there's there's something else. Like, you just don't want to do the work. What if the work doesn't pay off? Then I got to keep up with this. This is a thing. It changes my life. I know, you know, maybe you're like, 
not hiding your body from the world, but you're hurt hiding the world from your body. body. You know what I mean? Protecting Dre, you're being yeah. a husband. You're being a good husband. No, yeah, you don't want to attract no you energy. You know what's crazy? You know what's interesting about what you're saying? Not going to the gym. If I don't, if I don't talk about it, nobody's gonna say anything. You know what I mean? Only reason you're saying, Chance, you need to go to the gym is because I be talking about I'm going to go to the gym or no, I need to go to the I gym or I don't like it. Your midsection. You be having situations going on too. Don't Not act, like, don't that, act like, you don't, like you don't fluctuate. I have food babies and hormonal <laughs> changes at certain times of the month that will cause that, right? You just be sitting there like compact. So, so check this out. For no reason. You you will be a special case because we have a we have a different relationship, right? But no one says anything to me about going to the gym until I say something about going to the gym, right? So my point is, over the last eight years, 10 years, no one's been saying, Chance, you got to go 45 minutes to an hour. When I decide to go for 5, 10, 20, however long, now everybody's saying that that's not enough. And that's enough for me. The thing that I'm thinking about as you're saying that is I don't know too many of your friends that are fit. Right. So why would they highlight that issue for you? None of y'all are going nah, to. No, some of my friends are fit. Who? Name one. Uh, Reese is fit. He's not fit. Reese is fit, but Reese works for you. So what? Where are we I'm talking about your friends, your category one friends that have the ability to hold you accountable like they hold you accountable in business. None of y'all are fit. Are you fit? I am fit. First of all, many of Shans's friends are also my friends. And I just need us all to get fit. Like, stop playing. We cannot be out here creating this wealth. And we are neglecting our bodies. Like, heart attacks are at an all-time high. Strokes are at an all-time high. Cancer is at an all-time high. Like, I'm not perfect. I skipped the gym, too. But we got to prioritize our health. I'm challenging us all. I saw the circle of CEOs do a cute little challenge the other day. I think it was Jason, Mr. Two Weeks Out, who sent them a text. Jason's fit. Jason is fit. But Jason ain't like one of your category one friends. Okay. None of your friends are fit. Period. And it's up to you to be the leader in this space, just like you led. And now you started the podcast. Now everybody wants to create a podcast. Yep. They're coming to you for accountability and advice. We've got our circle of influence where we're pushing each other to these financial goals and these results. Push these people to get fit. No. We all deserve to get fit. I'm pushing. I understand. Go for it. I'm calling all That's of That's your ministry. Out. Here's the thing. That's I don't know why, why we can't celebrate me for going a little bit. That's, no, Shane's that's because my pace. I know myself. So Reese, I want you to come so in here tomorrow and work a little bit. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Zell, you up for it? That's a Just whole work a little bit. Case. No, that's, it's not that's another case. Totally different. It's not. You gonna celebrate them for working a little bit? What does that have to do with anything? It has everything to do with a job that they're doing for our you, income. How you do anything is how you do everything. Think of a number in your head. How much do you think it would cost for me, a pretty successful entrepreneur, to coach you every single day, to give you all of the game? I'm talking about every day for an entire year, Monday through Friday. I'm on I'm on a, a virtual call teaching you how I've done the things that I've done and me updating you every single day in real time on all the business moves that I'm making, all the negotiations that I'm in, everything that I'm doing before I actually do it. How much you think? And let's say Monday through Friday, and then on Thursdays we do a Q&A where not only do you get a chance to 
ask your questions and get them answered, but you get to you get to hear the answer from a whole community, hundreds of other people on a call, and you get their answers that are going to help you too. What do you think? And once or twice a year, get together, free conference that we all get to come to and you get to meet all these people that you see virtually. How much do you think that would cost every single year? 10,000? Not even close. It would probably be closer to 100,000 because it's just, I don't, I, I, my, my time is valuable and to give you the sauce that's gonna help you make millions, I'd have to charge you at least 100,000. But what I've done, has created a community where you get the advantage of learning how to become an entrepreneur. You get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. You got a community that keeps you inspired and excited. You will read a book club with us every single day. You'll also have an event where we come together once or twice a year for free. We do all of that for $399 for the year. Go ask somebody. I've got receipts of things that I built over the last decade, okay? Uh, I am willing to coach you. $3.99 for the year. Listen, go to themorningmeetup.com or click the link in this video. Um, let's get back to the episode, but keep in mind, I want to coach you. Let's get started. I suppose. <laughs> so, no, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't agree. I, here's the th I don't agree. I don't agree with what you're saying only because... I am happy in the fact that I'm at least going to the gym and I've been there for the last couple of weeks, four days a week. That's an accomplishment for me. In your eyes, it doesn't look like enough. In your eyes, it's you need to go harder. In your eyes, you, you have a different perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm happy in the fact that I'm taking little steps and everyone else is saying, you need to take bigger steps. No, you think that if, if I start going harder, that's going to help me in this journey. And it's not. The fact that I take it more seriously is going to hinder me from actually going. Maybe a weird philosophy. Maybe nobody understands me or what I'm saying, but this is my journey. I understand that. It is your journey. But it sometimes, seem like you understand it. sometimes people come along in your journey mm -hmm. that call you out on your BS. And it's not BS, first off. It is. I appreciate you planting a seed of motivation and inspiration mm -hmm. in my journey. Yeah, health. you just got to do better. You do. And here's the thing. Um, I don't think anybody desires to be unshapely or out of shape. I'm I don't not think that unshapely. <laughs> and it's not even about shape. I don't think anybody desires to be unhealthy. You can hardly talk. There's a cuff. Wait, first of all, is that what y'all do? Cut, get it, get it. Shoulders. Look at how loosely that hoodie fits you. Reese, come on. Look. Shoulders. It's a big hoodie. Look at how loosely that hoodie is just laying on you. I don't know. Shans, you deserve arms. You deserve like muscles. You deserve for some. you deserve for people to be looking at that podcast at that at this podcast and they'd be like, he fine though. Dre lucky. Dre, let, let me see. Ow. Did you get, okay, I heard a little ow. She heard a ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm not like just all the way unshapely. Okay? It's not even about unshapely. It's about health. Don't say, come on, come on. Rick, come on. There is Zell, zero. We're not doing something right now? There is zero definition anywhere there. There's no definition. Sideways, we're not doing something right now? Reese. I don't look crazy. I don't look crazy. You don't look fine. 
I'm not. It's not crazy. And though. you ashy. Look at your elbow. Now you want to change it to Reese. a different conversation. Okay. Can we? Can hey, we? When I wear long sleeves, I don't put lotion Reese, on my arms. Can we? Um, <laughs> Reese, can you get a, a close up of my phone real quick? Because this is. Look at these legs. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> okay, that joke was a little crazy. Look at this. Little, look at this. Swing right there. I just want us to see. All right. This but is Shane's in the gym going hard. He going hard. I did hard. a lot of them. Look, my arms can't even move. <laughs> look, I'm a. He can't even. <laughs> <laughs> my arms can't move. Yo, but you would. Exp you've never experienced that. Not, have you ever experienced that? Not after one thing. First of all, and you no. huffing and puffing okay. like you Tyson right, so look, in the gym. Like, what are because, you doing? Because we did a whole workout, and at that point, my arms couldn't move anymore. I could do more push-ups right now. Dude, I didn't let's do, get it. How many? Do seven. Do seven? How much mm -hmm. you going to give me? The world is going to give no, me. No, 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 no. Let's make a bet that I can't do seven I'll take you to lunch this week. Ten put ten push-ups, I'll take you to lunch. Ten. Ten, ten push-ups, I'll take you to lunch this week. Ten push-ups. Uh-huh. Get the butt down. Four. Get your butt down. Two, I'm hitting the floor. Three. Three. Four. Yeah. Four. Five. 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 Well, it's not six. Five. Six. Okay. Seven. Seven. Eight. Eight. Nine. 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 Ten. Give me two for a bonus. Get work dessert. Let's get dessert, baby. Let's <laughs> I did mad work at, like, I can do a push-up. You breathing normally right yeah. now? <laughs> get his face, get a close-up on his chest. Get a close-up on his chest. Is <laughs> it was real, it was real, it was real. All right, your choice, wherever you See, wanna go. But I've, I've been in, I've been in a little bit. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. Mm -hmm. And again, the stuff that I show, it's like, it's funny. Right, so I'm gonna post the one where the, the the bar almost fell on me, and it's not that much weight. It was but, like 25 pounds. You're right, but I did a lot of work. It was a lot. So eventually, your muscles like just give out because you don't got no more to give. Yeah, you maxed out. I'll be maxing out. Going give him hard. a second to catch his breath. Y'all got a question? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, go with your little your little eight ten thing. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> mm. Oh gosh, did y'all did y'all document that minute? It was like minute twenty seven. <laughs> Get that. That's the viral clip right. right there. So Friday, you good? Friday we'll do lunch. Yep. Yeah, Friday we'll do lunch. Um, I'm gonna order drinks. I don't even drink. Just let them sit. I'm on gonna the order table. a drink and give it to somebody. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pay it for for Black History Month. <laughs> Why? Because black people drink. Yep. <laughs> Show, dude. <laughs> Show, dude. All right, where are we at? We, we had a lesson plan today, didn't we? <laughs> Moral of the story. Moral of the story. I think we got two points so far. One, for your product or service, do your very best to create a narrative. Make it more important than most people think it is. Um, and it is it is important, but um, like I could tell somebody to build a podcast, but my it's my objective to create a narrative that you need a podcast. You need it. Mm -hmm. I tell people the podcast is just as important as an Instagram, more important. If I had to build both of them from scratch today and I could only pick an Instagram or a podcast, I would probably pick a podcast because people get to know who you are and they get like longer form. It's not just your 60 second highlight clips, right? So like creating a narrative of the, I, I did a, I was, uh, 
there was a presentation that, you know, they were raising money for, I think it was, um, dang, what was it? It was something really, really important. Maybe like, uh, oh, like sex trafficking or something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they were like, you know, asking for donations. And actually, I think Neil was telling me, I think it was sex tra- trafficking. And, you know, they start the presentation. And he was thinking like, I'm not going to give a whole lot of money like that. You know what I mean? Or, you know, as the presentation going on, he's thinking in his head, I'll give him 5000 towards it. At the end of the presentation, he wound up giving $100,000. Mm. And mad other people gave $100,000 to a cause. But it wasn't the cause. What was it? It was the narrative. It was the presentation that was created, right? That forced him to come out of his pocket and give a hundred. I think 500 gave a hundred thousand as well. Creating that narrative, making it like bigger than life, urgent, important. And uh, the second thing is if you don't go to the gym at all, just go a little bit. Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10,000? Like if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars and you're positive, you're going to make a million dollars. Would you give me 10,000? Of course you would. It's no brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast, but there's 21 things that I extracted from that, that you're going to need to launch a podcast, but I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby, but I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. Go with intention. Anything that you just do a little bit without a goal or a target is ultimately just play play not true well yeah it's a little bit of play but it's a lot of play but through the play you're still catching your breath through the play so what but through the play i i i am feeling different results oh do you know what i would love for you to do with me what's that now that you're being like moderately intentional Mm -hmm. from no intention to moderately intention let's all say improvement if y'all don't stop co-signing this foolishness, we are not championing mediocrity. We are just not. Wait till that. I get super fine based off my when? plan. When is it going to happen? I don't know how long it takes. You, when's the last time you went to some body of water and took your shirt off? All the time. I'm not afraid. You posted it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't post it. Right. <laughs> but I got, we, went to the, we went to the pool. Remember well, cool. um, in Vegas, it was. Um, no, Amin y'all went Ernestine. without me. Yeah, y'all went without me. Oh, yeah. I went to the pool. I you don't, had your I'm shirt not, off? I'm not the person. On the group trip? My body isn't crazy. So, in it's all seriousness. Not, you know what I mean? It's not crazy, Yeah, it's just there. Right? It's just kind of blah. In all seriousness, though, it's not working out to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's working out for heart health, mm-hmm. organ health, your full physical ability. Like... It's one thing that I pray for every single day. Like, thank you, God, for my full physical and mental ability. And we work out our 
mental muscles. We think every single day. We work out our CEO muscle. We got to work out our literal muscle because we see it so often. And it's just one thing that maybe as I'm getting older, it becomes like a fear. I just, I want to be able to use my body. So anything that we can do to help, like I already have a bad knee that I'd be like, I can't even really twerk the way I used to twerk. You know what I mean? Like if I'm out and I just get that little vibe, little nineties at night, I think I be wanting to, (laughs) and I got to be careful. I got to think twice about the weight that I put on this knee and nah, like let's help our bodies out because none of us desire to be in a situation where we're not fully physically functional. Yeah. And I don't, you know what I don't see? I don't see how you don't see how what I'm doing is working. I don't see it. I, I, yeah, I, I ran a mile. Like I go to the gym and I run a mile. Listen, it's, it's not a whole lot, but I don't do, I typically don't do anything at all. Let like me tell I you what I'm proud a chair of. And record videos. And I am proud. This reminds me of like the heathen that starts going to church. Mm, see, mm-hmm. I'm just proud you in the building, Shane. Thank you. That's all I ask. Yeah, for I'm. That's I'm it. proud you're in the it. building. Uh, maybe by this time we can clap. We can go on and clap. Thank you. It wasn't one of those moments, but um, maybe by this time, three months from now, you'll actually be up to a 20 minute workout. Maybe. Maybe. I was there Sunday. I was there for like an hour. Cause me, my boy Brandon, and my boy Josh, we went. We was making up. So no, we didn't play basketball. Was on the treadmill. We now it was so we we did like the work. Actually, the, the little routine that I just showed you that I did, where we did the push ups, then the curls, then the bench, then push ups again. We did that, and then Brandon came up with an idea. He said, "Yo, ooh, we should do this." And I was like, "All right, bet, let's do it." So we're like literally the br- blind leading the blind. We're just creating the stuff. But we was in there for like an hour, and we had a good time with me and my friends. Then we went and got smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of smooth? What was in your smoothie? Fruit smoothie. I had like a peanut butter banana vibe. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have like. Did you Are see you this sh- video? What is it? Oh, I thought I sent it to you. It was talking about dreaming big. You can make it. Let's get to. Let's takes. get to your list. I think we can get. I think we can. That's going to be valuable. We got a strong thirty minutes. I don't know if we can get through the list. In yes, 30 we can. Minutes. Let's try. All right. Or let's just maybe five. We'll do a continuation later. Yeah, you know what I mean? We're going to do it. We're going to see. I'm an all in type of person. Once I'm in, I'm all in. Okay. I am all in. All right. So let's talk about how to create a narrative. Let's talk about what I wanted to talk about. All right, you guys. You I just said talk- you didn't want to talk about that. Okay. So then we'll do that next week. Actually, yeah. Okay. How to create a narrative. <laughs> Anybody wondering how to create a narrative? And how do you? It's really important. I want to, I want you guys to understand that creating the narrative is the one. Well, it's plenty of things, but it's one of the most major things you can do to actually blow up your business dresses. Why do you need custom made pieces? Like you have to convince people how store bought they deserve more than store bought rack off the rack gowns and things like that. Why is creating a narrative so important? Um, because that's the only way, you know, people are attracted to something and we can, sometimes we'll see something that it, if we saw it, if we saw it, it wouldn't be a big deal, mm-hmm. but because we see other people talking about it, we feel the need to input our opinion or things, or things of that nature. But I think for our businesses or our brands, the very first thing we have to do is we have to convince ourselves 
that this is a very, very important narrative that needs to be created. And we don't know why other people aren't talking about this. Mm. We have to really convince ourselves that this is like when you're selling, when I was selling my t-shirt brand, it wasn't, it wasn't like I want to sell a t-shirt and make $25. My objective was to convince people that if they wear this brand, their life can change. So we might have a product where we just want to sell it and we're saying, hey, you should buy this product. But if I believe that this product will create life change and how do you create life change with T-shirts and wristbands? Well, I did it. So we had to sleep is for suckers wristbands, right? And uh, I'm selling them for two dollars or three for five. And, you know, some people will buy them, some people wouldn't. But my when I'm talking and making the sale. It's like, yo, you need this wristband. It's like, well, why would I wear a Sleep is for Suckers wristband? And I would just explain to them that one, the brand is built for entrepreneurs or people that are willing to lose sleep to get what they want out of life. The second part is you need a constant reminder on your wrist. You don't know if this reminder will be the thing that will push you to push even harder. And it was that little heart, there was that little bit of extra that you did that creates all the difference in your life. So you might be at home and you'll be working. And you get tired and you stop, but you look down at your wristband and that wristband might cause you to work for an extra hour. Now, what if that happens every single day? You'll have put in an extra 365 hours into your business. What will an extra, I'm talking about time that you wouldn't other normally put in, an extra 365 hours into your business, what would that create in your life? And I need an answer. Mm. If you're going to give an extra 30 hours a week into your business, how much more money would you make? Mm -hmm. So this $2 wristband is actually a business investment in helping you make millions. Mm. But I truly believed it. So now I'm creating this narrative that you have to, and yo, we've had thousands of people wearing these wristbands because yeah. once I told the story and mm -hmm. I kept telling the story and I kept the narrative, guess what you do when you wear it? And somebody asks you, sleep is for starters. We'll start, oh, That's this is my story. joint. It helps me. It helps me work a little bit harder. Like we can't sleep. We got to grind. And that's how I left my job. Yeah. I think a second component to creating a narrative is to keep it simple. Mm. Yeah. Keep it simple. Sometimes you're overcomplicating the thought process. So sleep is for suckers designed for CEOs who are willing to risk a little sleep to get what they want in life. Period. Can you see it? Is it something that at a point in time of your life you bought into like you know whether you do or don't today it was very simple whether you agree with it or not it's very simple so even if you're a person who says oh not me I get my eight to ten hours and I'm gonna get it I don't believe sleep is for suckers when you're talking to another entrepreneur who does mm -hmm. you're going to talk to them about that brand oh yeah I know this guy who has this brand and that's exactly what he does that's not my thing but that's what he does keeping your message as simple as possible so when you're talking to people right now about your brand and your messaging, how long does it take you to communicate it? If it takes you more than 30 seconds to spit out what it is that you actually do, you are not creating a narrative. Mm -hmm. You have a monologue. <laughs> <laughs> right. So keep it as simple as possible. Can you reduce your messaging down to 30 seconds? Have you ever had somebody hype you up to do something that you otherwise wouldn't have done? Yes. You, me. Yeah, I know like in school where somebody was, let's say somebody, you heard somebody was talking about you and you're like, man, I ain't worried about them. But your friend in, the, in your ear, they like, yo, you talking about him? He said, what about you? Yes. You gonna let, hold on. You, you mean to tell me you, you going to let that go through school and 
you know, like, you know that one girl you've been trying to talk to, she gonna hear that. She gonna think you're a punk. Yo, everybody here gonna think you're a punk. And then now everybody can talk about you. Then you're like, yo, you right. I can't let that person say that. Going to them right now. <laughs> when initially it was, ain't nobody worried about that. Mm-hmm. Right? So you want to be that person that understands is the, the next point. You have to learn how to transfer belief. And it's going to be through you understanding how communication works. You got to hit certain like buttons. There's this book that I've read, changed my life. It's uh, how to win friends and influence people because okay. it teaches you. Yeah. Yeah. It teaches you how to, um, how to communicate that inspires something in somebody else. So there are some people that you, you can say something and they hear what you're saying. I say it, Donnie hears it. And they say, well, I hear you. You ever be talking to somebody they're like, I hear you. Talking to your spouse, I hear you, right? Which means they don't see it. But you you said something to somebody where you start telling a picture and they're like, yo, I see what you're saying. And how did that happen? How did you say something and not only did they hear it, but they start seeing it? It's practicing the art of communication, being able to paint pictures with words. Yeah, which was, uh, I was going to say, learn how to tell a story, mm-hmm. associate a story to Before. your narrative. But I think Dave just covered that. So um, I will say a great narrative is also something that people can participate in. Mm-hmm. So um, Sleep is for Suckers, it was a messaging that people could support by wearing the bracelet, mm-hmm. by wearing the T-shirts, right, the hats, whatever. Um, you may be a coach. Can you now start having small workshops and events? Can you do masterminds? Can you do, you know, can you get more people in your dress and user generated content, creating the experience or or the, the ability to participate? Now you've got this narrative. We're talking about custom dresses versus uh, rack room or rack off the rack dresses. And now you've got this user generated content where everybody's talking about one of one. Right. And everybody's excited to post about that and to talk about it. They can't wait until they get their JL dress and they're able to talk about, you know, just they're one of one. This is it. It won't fit anybody else this way. What can you do in your business that allows others to participate in your mission? Him 500 does a really good job of that. Yeah. He's got the recession proof brand. Um, I think at one time it may still be like a five thousand dollar investment. Mm-hmm. And the majority of people who you see on his social media are people that have yet to be able to afford it, but he is communicating recession proof, recession proof. These are things that you do to be recession proof. Does everybody understand the narrative of being recession proof? Does everybody desire to be recession proof? It might just be attending an event. I can't join the community, but I'm going I'm to attend an event. I'm going to participate on all of your posts because you've created this participatory narrative. How can you execute a participatory narrative in your own business? That's good. That's good. Y'all getting this? We're getting this stuff? I think another principle is um, rally the people who love your message, who are on your side, mm-hmm. and agitate people who hate it. Yes, yes, yes. And you can create, if, if you can get conversation be- between people who love your narrative and people who hate your narrative, that's how it grows. If it's just you and a bunch of people who believe what you believe, it's not going to go too far. Now you need that. You need that because it, you can build that community of people who, uh, who, who are all for it. But if somehow we crap cross over to the people who are, who are like, who really are opposed to your message 
and we can create that conversation in the comments. So let's say Shade Room posts something. We're going to have people on one side and people on another side, mm -hmm. right? So there's people that feel strongly, I believe this. And then other people who like feel strongly that they absolutely are wrong for this particular post. It starts to grow exponentially because people who really don't care, they'll start to pick a side. And then you have like a, a, a bigger group of people. But if you just stay with people who are already feeling you, mm -hmm. you won't even be able to get, you really want the people who are like against you to jump into the fight and say, no, I don't believe it as well. Yeah. And now we have this same, we have this one narrative. So um, it's really, really important. So I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in entrepreneurship and I'm more, I'm, I'm, I'm less, um, I'm less aggressive with the message as I was, but I would get in full flow, full blown arguments with people convincing people that you, everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. If you got a job, you don't need to have it. It's a terrible idea. You'll never grow. You'll never be happy. Like I used to just push that message. I'm 20 something years old, but that's what really grew it because like, there are other diehard entrepreneurs say, yo, I believe you. And then there's like people who like love their job and love what they're doing and don't want the responsibility of building a business. Yeah. They'll say, nope, I, I, I hate that message. Yeah. But it was the, it was the friction that created more sales. Mm. I wish we had more time. I have to wrap up, uh, but I will close this out. With... We got a few, we got a few more minutes. We got no, another I don't. <laughs> it's 1130. We got 10 more minutes. I got to be there at 12. It's only 15 minutes away. I got, it's not. 10 minutes? No. The radio station? Yeah. It's, it's around the corner. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that right there. Mm. Yeah. Um, I will say. You didn't care about my little situation the other week when I had, you to, had go. to go. Oh, you had to bounce. You walked off camera. <laughs> I will say once you create your narrative, um, get people who defend your narrative. Mm -hmm. Because the people who defend your narrative are going to be the people that help you to share and spread the narrative throughout to other people. Yeah. And that's really, really important because you can create a narrative in your head all day long. But if nobody is buying into this with you, then it's not going to be impactful the way that you want it to be. 100%. Listen, y'all enjoy yourselves? Um, well, listen, please, everybody subscribe here, right, on the podcast app or Spotify. I don't want to have to walk around this room and check phones. Okay? All right. Are cool. you... You are not subscribed on the podcast. On the podcast or YouTube? Let me see real okay. quick. I got time for that. I believe her. I believe her. Just, okay. okay. It means show her. Turn that, turn that phone okay. around real quick. Let's see. <laughs> well, I need everyone, okay, to uh, make sure you share this podcast. We are doing some really good Who stuff with this podcast. Subscribe. Mm. You, th you think people subscribe then unsubscribe when they leave? I, I'm like, who looks unsubscribed? A couple of people look. Kaylin. Trey, are you subscribed? You subscribed. Okay, that's good. Let's see. I think she just did. You were doing a whole lot with your fingers. Ah. I, feel like, I feel like you were just, oh, so we're not at the top for you. All right, okay, so this is what I like everybody to do. This is what I like everybody to do. Hit that little five star and leave a little comment. But you if it's mean? a four star. Awesome. Five. Yeah, but, but what if it's a if four? If it's a four, just don't, don't do it at all. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, don't do it at all. Five or better. Five or better. Thank you so much. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got a really busy day. We'll be back next week. And between now and next week, I'm going to get even finer and have even more fun. I, I appreciate that. And I'm going to be cheering you on. Thanks, Daddy. Yeah, I'm going to be cheering you on. And no everybody matter how else, little I do. 
And everybody else cheered David on. Comment in the comments below why Dave needs to prioritize his physical fitness. And it ain't just to be fine. I'm prioritizing going to the gym, not my physical fitness. <sighs> you sound so cancelable right now. Cancel me, baby. <laughs> we out here. Peace. Bye. <laughs>